Hi, this is Tom. I'm here with my bestest bud, Tim, and we're talking albums. Today, yeah. it's, it's Hiatus Coyote's uh, 2015 release, Choose Your Weapon. Yeah. Welcome, Tim. Welcome to uh, the pilot. Of albums. I'm just calling it albums. Thank you very much, Tom. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll call it the pilot of albums. Sensational work. <laughs> uh, the I, I, smooth and sultry sounds of a uh, Hiatus Cody uh, introducing us into it there. Yeah. Been uh, fantastic. So I'm thinking, well, uh, if I can get it, I'll call it. Uh, I did have a quick, quick look, but I'm going to call the album, uh, not the album. <laughs> I'm going to call the podcast albums if yep. I can, if I can, if I can get the name. Um, but this is the pilot. Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, so the idea behind this podcast is um, Tim and I have been friends for a very, very long time, and we used to be in bands together. Uh, Tim went on to do amazing thing in, things in bands, and I went to work on a farm. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> not quite boss, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've stayed in touch for many a year and um, it occurred to us the other day that uh, me especially I don't know about you Tim I think you listen to a lot more music than I do uh, that with mm. podcasts and streaming services and TikTok and Instagram and stuff that um, the, the, the album as a concept has somewhat gone by the wayside in my life and I wanted to get that back um, very much so yeah very much so like it's it's very much a, a singles based entity these days it's all based on the strength of your single and being able to grab people in 30 minutes, 30 seconds. Uh, and yeah, you're exactly right. The art of the, uh, the ebb and the flow of the, the album and the recording and where that takes you is, uh, it is lost. It's a lost art. Well, I sort of thought to myself, geez, you know, like it can't just have been Radiohead's OK Computer was the perfect album, end of story. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. <laughs> it can't have just been that in the 90s. And then I also thought what they really need is another podcast hosted by two white 40-year-old males. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so I put the word out because I have another podcast uh, with with my son. I've got a little community of, of podcasters uh, from different backgrounds yeah. and stuff. I, I put the word out for, um, hey, is it, has anybody got an album that they love? Because that's what I wanted to hear was uh, something that somebody thought was a great listen end-to-end. Um, Sensational, yeah. Yeah, so I got a list back from, um, I'm going to guess it was Mike. It could have been Matt from The Issues on the Table. If you haven't heard that podcast, The Issues on the Table, it's great. They haven't done an episode for a while. I hope they get back into it. Um, and one of the albums that um, that Matt or Mike, they both used the Instagram account, so I'm not 100% sure which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> one of the albums was Hiatus Coyote's um, Choose Your Weapon. And I picked it because yeah. he gave me a big long list. I just picked it from the title of the album. Yep. Um, so and the cool artwork. Oh, and the cool artwork. Well, that was that sold it to me. And and then I thought, right, okay, if we're going to do this properly, let's listen to it, Tim. Absolutely. So I sent this album to you cold with the yep. um, with the idea of this podcast. First impressions. Spun me out. Absolutely spun me out. Um, it really, really does take you on a journey. I mean, hiatus. I hadn't heard much about them at all. Um, but that's just my own being out of the loop and I feel like I've, uh, I've, I've done myself a disservice by doing so. Um, but delving into this album has just been, um, oh, far out. It takes you on a, takes you on a journey, man. It's a, it's a sonic landscape. It, it transcends genre, genres while still doing its own little thing. It's, um, 
yeah, it's, it's, you can't really you can't really put it up to anything else, really. I think um, to make it um, obvious, we'll go for that. Mm. Like it's a jazz funk, um, very much a jazz funk feeling album. Um, it's it's very. <laughs> I don't know. Can you get drum and bass funk? Because it yeah, that's kind of, that's exactly where I was heading for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Like yes, yeah, especially with like where where well, where it all gets taken. I mean, the drums there. They're very uh, filtered and processed, and 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 um, you know, not tubby, so to speak. But you know, they they have that drum and bass quality to them. They're not natural sounding drums, and the the keyboards do their part, which is just take it off on a completely different tangent altogether. Yeah, um, while yeah, still no. having like huge jazz roots, like the um, the the chops on these people. Uh, uh, it, 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 you know, some albums are, are inspiring, right? Yeah, sure. and others just make you feel stupid. I don't. I'm not <laughs> sure where this one falls because no, I feel pretty dense for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is a um, look. I'm not going to lie. It, it took me a couple of listens to get right into it. Yep. Um, and it's it starts out with some pretty awesome uh, vocal gymnastics. And mm. me, um, having done some singing in the past, that's where I go first. Um, and, yeah, I, <laughs> there's almost sort of too much work there for my personal taste. Mm. Like, there's a... There's a <laughs> It's a really crude, and then in seventeen harmonies as well. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, a, want, I and I thought, old and I thought, oh, how are they? How, how is she doing that? Um, you know, is, mm. is this all just made up? Is it messy? Uh, was I being? Oh, I think I was being like a jazz philistine. I'm just gonna. This isn't. This isn't cool. But um, yeah, took a step back, and yeah, no, there's just a crazy amount of talent on this album. Crazy amount. I think. Um, yeah, like it, with with her vocal takes in particular, um, she does orchestrate them. You know, they they very much have that layers, but she creates this layers with the way that she harmonizes with herself and her own lines and then oh, creates me, this beautiful piece of music almost, yeah. It took me so it, long yeah, to realize, this is why I feel dumb, because I was. <laughs> I, it, it took me a couple of listens to get my head around the fact that it is orchestrated, she is singing uh, everything for with purpose. And to, uh, yeah. with what she's singing, I was just like, oh, okay, uh, you're just too dumb to get this <laughs> straight away <laughs> it's not as accessible because um you know I'm, I, I don't we as a matter of course jazz funk fusion is is not what i listen to no it's not really uh where we where we come from uh to a certain extent never been shut off from genres or anything like that but yeah it's not uh not a typical styling that we but i think that's what really captivated me as well because it has all of these amazing jazz and funk sense abilities and some solid insane uh full-on playing but it brings it into this format that is you know it's 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 intoxicating and and captivating and and you know yeah like you said i mean we we both don't listen to this type of music and we were both flabbergasted by it which is the point of this podcast is to uh, force us to listen to stuff that we don't normally do um absolutely so uh, like the first half of the album you know uh, I do a lot of driving, so I listen to it, do it in my car. And uh, as I'm driving around, I couldn't help but think, um, if you want to get an idea for a feel of it, think of Ocean's 12. You know, that really <laughs> grainy, 
uh, 70s vibe and even even the way it was filmed, uh, I felt like there were uh, uh, audio things that sort of – yeah, there was sen- an audio sensibility that was very similar to the way that movie was cut. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, and the way it was shot and stuff. And you could almost have um, chucked this in as an alternate soundtrack if you were going to recut that film with with similar sensibilities. That that was just a thought I had when I was listening to it. And even to the point where they put in uh, on the album, there's a couple of interludes, um, short little bits, and I thought of them as vignettes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, But, like, the interludes, I thought, okay, they've got a structure, song, song, interlude, uh, or song, interlude, song, interlude. But that doesn't carry the whole way through the album. No. No, there's a couple of interludes at either end. Uh, Yeah. So... I think think they really serve their purpose, you know. That's that's their point. That's there's little glue sections that sort of section you on to the next part. It's it and it does create a very um a visual thing in your head while you're listening to it. You know, it sort of transports you to these little zones and it's got these little passageways that sort of lead you on to the next piece of music that's coming up and yeah, it's 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 not done flippantly. These little little sections, you know, it's no, it's very and, much- and and that's probably, yeah, that's that's again back to feeling dumb uh, <laughs> because it's, it's, it's the whole well, we, you know, it's just like oh, I don't really get jazz, da 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 da. Okay, cool, and then uh, oh, okay, they've done they've done that there. Okay, radio, uh, and then you do you get to the end of the album and you realise that it was a whole created piece. You know, there's oh, yeah. a, these there's people a, are way smarter than we are. <laughs> there is a, you know, there's there's not, um, oh, this is the single, this is the ballad, and there's some filler. This is a complete album from beginning to end, which I sure. like. I will respect that yeah. over one great song. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Favourite songs? Ooh. Um, Underwater is an absolute, just a, a cracker of a song. It's sort of a... You played a little bit of that in the intro that was Breathing Underwater. Yep. And if there was yeah, a single, that would have been it. I think that was a uh, single. Yeah, I think I think Fire uh, got released as well. Oh, okay. Um, I, saw, I remember hearing that on Triple J before I heard anything, before I uh, heard anything about the album or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> you, you like had that. actually heard By Fire before? By Fire is the, is the one song I'd, I'd gleamed uh, across before. And then I, I heard it in in progression through the album, and and there it was, and I was like, oh, I've heard that one. Oh, okay. Especially that intro, it was it was hard to, you know, I don't know where it was. It was probably on Home and Host or something like that. But um, yeah, it was okay. just sensational. Hold on, there you go. That's my favorite bit in Fire Fire. Oh man, uh, as, I was, as I was saying earlier, I was watching them perform this live and. My God, they just they they don't miss a beat, you know. They just completely burn on it. And the keyboard player, whose name escapes me, oh my gosh, I don't I don't even know how he knows what he's doing. It's just absolutely insane to watch that man's fingers fly. But it's 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 so paramount to everything that they're doing. Um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Borderline with my Adams was another tremendous song. I thought that was. That was one of my favourites as well. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. It's, just, it's um, too much to dive, to dive, you know, to dissect, you know. It's just there's so many parts that are integral compared to the part before it, you know. It's just, just in that travelling through the album kind of thing, you know. It's 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 almost like not individual songs. Oh, they're sort of yeah. and breaking up. And- I don't know. I, I was going through the lyrics and I think they are, they are almost little scenes. Um, sure. I felt there was a real... Um, 
what would you say? I would. I, I felt there was a real um, point in the middle uh, at Atari where the field, yeah, the field changed a little. So I, I'd say the I felt the first half of the album, and this is, might be unique to my listening experience. Um, I felt the first half of the album was uh, quite jazzy, like quite sure. technical, and the second half, sort of after after Atari, was a little bit more accessible, a little bit more groove based. Absolutely. Um, and on re listens, I have sort of skipped to <laughs> Atari and then by fire and then <laughs> and listen to those yeah, for sure. those ones. There's just some some little bits in there, some little hooks that are. Uh, that stick in my head. Um, Atari was almost a chip t- tune. There's there's bits in there that 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 feel like something uh, my son would listen to, uh, or your son yeah. would listen to while playing Minecraft. Yeah, hundred percent, totally. Look, Dad, I made a diamond sword. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Like, um, but fantastic, yeah. fantastic stuff. I don't want to be too gushy about, it, but like, I, this album has grown on me immensely. Yeah, yeah. If I had it on vinyl, I would play it through some very big speakers. Very big speakers. Very it's, big speakers. it's kind of one of those albums that just is screaming out for that, isn't it? All right. So, um, Tim. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you mentioned Home and Hose. Up until this morning, I had no idea they were Australian. No, no, I had no idea that I had to Google them and find out a bit more information about them. But uh, yeah, yeah, cool. So, uh, hiatus coyote. For those who may be inspired by our chat about how good this album is, um, <laughs> how little we know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know jazz. We can't tell you what key anything's in. Um, Choose your weapon is their second album. Um, it was released in 2015. Uh, the band is made up of the members uh, Naomi Napalm Southfield. She plays vocal and guitar. Plays vocal. She's the vocalist and plays guitar. Paul Bender is the bass player. Simon Maven keyboards and Perrin Moss on drums and percussion. Now I see that uh, Simon does a lot of stuff from the live videos. I couldn't help but, you know, like when you hear a good album, you go, oh, what are these guys like? And you go and look up straight to YouTube. See see what they like live, and boy, do they nail it live. They're as good live yeah. as they are on this album, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely amazing me as well, and especially the work he was doing on the keys. Um, this sort of thing where someone would, uh, you know, institute a, an arpeggiated sequence or, you know, something that sort of has that, that flow on of of notes like instead of an, having an arpeggiated and pushing one button, he'd play that thing. From start to finish, you know, yeah. he'd, and he'd nail his pass, and he'd be sampling on the fly, and and it just, yeah, just the whole the whole guts of the band, and then just complemented so amazingly by by the guitar work and the bass work, and just everything in between. It was just, but this sonic landscape that he set up with the keyboards was just unbelievable. And you see his workstation; he's just he's got fingers flying around everywhere. It's so hard to track. That is crazy. Uh, they've worked yeah. with um, they've worked with some amazing people. That this album. Um, ended up getting sampled mm. by Drake, Beyonce, and Kanye. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Um, and Kendrick Lamar. Didn't they get a couple of Grammys or a couple of Grammy nominations? That, these as well? guys are the bridesmaids of awards. <laughs> yeah, Aria <laughs> totally. Music Awards 2015. Choose your weapon. Nominated for best 
uh, Urban album. Um, yep. 2014 Nakamura, which is off the, must be off the album for featuring Q-Tip, mm. nominated for Best R&B Performance. 2016 Breathing Underwater, nominated yep. for Best R&B Performance. Those were Grammys, right? Yeah, right. They got nominated at Grammys. They didn't win tri- Double, J- Double J's Artist of the Year. Why were they on Triple yeah. J's Artist of the Year? Oh, okay, because old people are old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Music Victoria Awards 2013, Best Emerging okay. Artist. They won that. Like So that was 2013. They won their first thing and then just nominated for everything else and didn't. Wow, that's on their Wikipedia page. I'm sure they're, they're winning at it, just everything else, surely. Apparently, they're going back oh, on the yeah. back into the studio to record another album soon. So Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Let's talk about Napalm, the yeah. singer slash guitarist. First of all, oh. I can totally get her. One, I was just blown away that she was doing that with her vocals and playing guitar at the same time. Mm-hmm. It always astounds me that people do that. But that in particular... Her her performances in particular just incredible, and yep. I've got to say, rocking a Jackson uh, Rhodes V, <laughs> <I> <laughs> that, that, that gets full points from me. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, uh, sensational. Yeah, so good. Uh, now, so um, anything you don't like, let's get, let's get mean. Know. Let's get mean. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I really Do couldn't pick. I don't want to be mean. It was just, it was just so nice. No, no, it was um. It's hard to gauge it against something else because I've got nothing else for comparison. Yeah, you know? that's right. It's, um, it's, this is a hard album to have references for. Yeah, it's like, oh, they yeah. should have done this or they could have done this. And it's like, I don't think so. I think they just they let it be an organic thing and, and, and let it breathe and go in its directions that it needed to go in. I think that's half the beauty of the album in the first place. Yeah, from what little reading I've done um, – it sounded like Napalm bought a lot of the ideas or base, basic songs to the group, but it was a very much a collaborative process. Uh, she's gone on to do a solo thing where she commented that, you know, it was that was more all her stuff, um, which is is fine in another another sense, you know, like like yeah um this album feels like a collaboration of like-minded people who have come together and make something made something really cool yep yeah uh and and you know we're all bowie fans we love it when somebody directs (laughs) and 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 is in the driver's seat um i don't know what her other album sounds like i am now interested to go and look that up um yeah what her solo stuff sounds like but this feels like a excellent collaboration like and again going back to uh the podcast is about albums, but you do sort of go down these rabbit holes of looking at videos and, sh- and stuff. And um, mm. we, like you were saying, watching watching the keyboard player just go nuts and uh, the bass player sitting in that groove. You, yep. you, you can see that they're that they're all they're all working together. Yeah, and it's just such an effortless thing for for all four members to do with that. They do this in insanely complicated things, but it's just as, as simple as breathing for them. And I think that's where a lot of the magic comes from with them, especially Napalm where they're singing. Um, you know, her hands are flying all over the fretboard, hitting all the right parts and all the right sections. And it's just, it's just more busy concentrating on her vocal delivery than even worrying about what's going on down there. And I, they're just all, when you get four cats on stage and they're just that at ease with their playing and they've played together for so long and they've 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 got it down with the songwriting process and with the live process it it 
does become as simple as breathing. You know, it's you almost it's almost intuitive. You can, you know, what each other each other's thinking almost to a certain degree before they do it, and that for them just I, becomes this. I, you know, I, I have experienced thing. elements of that. I I wouldn't say that okay, I'd be 100%. as experienced with you. Oh, as you, but sorry, good I have experienced with you. <laughs> but with a good troop of dudes, it's all it's all uh, you know. It's it's just what happens. You know, when you when you've practiced or you rehearsed or you've you've done enough time together, it it becomes something you don't think about. You just do. Yeah, these guys look like and they've definitely done that. Definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, this, we've spoken about by fire. Oh no, I already played that. Um, but this one, this is one I got into today a bit more. This is molasses. One of the more simple grooves on the album, um, probably why I like it. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. It uh, it just um, it's got a real pocket. Oh, that is the only section where that happens, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you Absolutely. find a bit you really like about a song on um, "Choose Your Weapon" and it's gone. It's like a it's like that moment was there and it's left to sit in the back of your brain while they go on to do something else. They're great big teasers, is what they are. Great big teasers. Great big teasers. They hit you with some, hit you with a big juicy part, and then they go and take you somewhere else, and they go, "Oh, we might go back to that. We might not." Yep. We'll see where the music takes us. All right. So, um, I think giving this album a score would be unfair. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, what would you do it out of five? Would you do it out of ten? Okay. I think you know you, you'd do it out of thirteen. I, it's it's like you say, it's hard to have anything to compare it to. It's pretty unique stuff. But it's a good yeah. groove. It's a great hang if you've got a chill afternoon and I don't know. It's really sort of put it on around the house. Have it. Have it while you're cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, yeah, it, it sort of does, but it, just, it does. It, it 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 reminds you of like those hip coffee shops in Subi or something like that. But like, it just takes it on a whole. You know that one record store in in some hip swanky part where like you go in there and they've got these weird sort of abstract handbags on the wall, and the guy behind the counter is wearing glasses and one of those funny old caps on him, and you just know he knows way more about music than you are. This is the kind of music to be playing in a place like that. Yeah, just like way above and beyond. Beyond you know anything is is the kind of guy that's onto it before you are. I will say it was only a couple of listens that yeah. I found it way more accessible. My brain, my brain, maybe I'm smarter than I gave myself credit for. I, you know, in the end, I was getting around it, and I think mm. I will leave it on my phone. Like I'll have it Absolutely. just pop up. As a nice little surprise every now and then. Um, yeah, I think that I think that thing that was cool for me when. Oh, there's you, there's album. your metric. Will you delete yeah. it? No, nah, God, no. Now there you go. No, nah. there you go. No, nah, I'll keep I'll keep playing this puppy. Yeah, I think yeah. The the best thing about this and the Voyager discovery with this album was discovering that it wasn't a bunch of samples, it wasn't a bunch of production, it wasn't a bunch of anything. It was actually four people just playing the living poop out of songs and just owning it and creating this amazing sonic uh, soundscape and. Yeah, that spun me out more than anything else is these cats are just absolutely all over it. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Cool. All right. Well, with yeah. that, I think we'll um, we'll end this show. And, uh, hey, 
Thanks for being there. Um, if you want to send us an album, uh, we will have as a as a as the our next listen. Uh, just make it something yep. that you you love and want to share with us. Um, you can send that to an email that I will give you in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, yeah. it's bye from me. Bye from me. As uh, the uh, pro- the the tune I program this afternoon plays us out. Catch you later, Tim. (laughs) Catch you later, Tom. Cheers.